From Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Gary from Talent Dynamics. Gary, it's really nice to have you on. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm really excited about our discussion today. So let's start off with, can you tell me who you are and what your company does? Yeah, I'm the CEO and owner of Talent Dynamics, myself and my business partner, Patrick McCreary. We purchased the company in June of 2022. Talent Dynamics has been around for close to 30 years. We are in the consulting space in TV news, both at the network and local level. We handle a placement where companies come to us and need a list of candidates for on-air, off-air roles. We also have a coaching practice where we coach talent for stations and networks. That's what we do. I love it. So what's your story? How did you get into this space? I wasn't planning on it, honestly. My business partner was my boss in our last company. We worked for Meredith, the local media group. It was sold at the end of 2021. One of those stories of corporate team. A lot of times you don't make that transition to a new company if they have a corporate team and they did and it was fine. And I went off looking to see what's my next job going to be. Couldn't retire. <laughs> the 18 wheeler full of money did not show up in front of my house after the sale closed. So it was figuring out what's next. And the individual who owned Talent Dynamics, Sandra Cano, she and I were talking because she was running the company then and doing searches and stuff. And we were talking and I had heard from someone that she might be interested in selling and was talking to someone. So I, as an aside on a call one day, I just said, is there any truth to this? And she's like, I don't know. It depends on the day. And I said, well, if you're serious, if you're interested, then we should talk. And she was like, yeah. And so we went through the whole process. The funny thing was, as soon as I got off the phone with her, I texted Patrick and I said, what do you think if we could maybe buy Talent Dynamics? And he was very interested. It just took off from there. We started doing this in March of last year and we closed in middle of June. Nice. I love it. So what advice would you have for other entrepreneurs when it comes to growing a company? So maybe tactics, strategies you've used to grow, any advice you have? The biggest advice is you can get lulled into a sense of, we're growing this thing. We're getting a lot of new business and things are good. What you don't realize is you're going up the roller coaster ride and all of a sudden there's going to be a little dip, right? <laughs> Just inevitably there's those type of things and to prepare yourself for it. And there's really nothing you can do about it, especially buying an existing company. There could be changes, be it clients who use that change as a reason to reevaluate relationships, or you start going into a softer economy, which we knew when we were buying that the economy was not picture of health, but you look for opportunities and you try to be as opportunistic as possible. And the other thing is even in a downtime, you have to reinvest in the business and do the right things for the business. And that's something I learned a long time ago. Yes, you have a revenue number, you have an expense number, but you got to do what's right. Sometimes you got to figure the other stuff out from there. Yeah, absolutely. How about building a solid team and any lessons learned around that? It's interesting because many of the employees, we have 12, many of them have been with the company a very long time. And there was some change. 
I'd be lying if I said there wasn't. What I looked for, I started thinking of, okay, who's out there that could fill these different roles? And I started going to people that I knew who had industry experience, but that I knew who maybe previously worked for me. I learned a long time ago. Sometimes it's always great to hire the best person possible, but if you hire someone you've had history with in a good way and there's loyalty, that many times is worth more than candidate ability between candidate A and candidate B because you know what you're getting, they know what they're getting, and odds are it can turn into a very long-term relationship. That was what I started doing too. Who do we have that I know who could be possibilities? And then it was also like, where are the ways to grow the business? Talking about growth, what role does content and LinkedIn play in what you guys are doing? I mean, uh, we live in LinkedIn every day. <laughs> it's funny. The company didn't have a lot of social media, weren't on all the platforms. There was no one who was doing it. I'm doing it now, but I had to get us on all the platforms. And the slogan they used to use was the secret behind your success, which was great because many times we work in the background in the past. Companies would hire us. We'd help someone get a job and they wouldn't even know we did it. Job seeker wouldn't know because we don't interact with them necessarily. And it was interesting because I think as time has evolved, our company needed to be more out there, needs to be more out there because there's a generation that doesn't really know what we do in the industry. So that was important to get that presence out there. And then also because we were working in talent acquisition and that genre on LinkedIn, you also have to be sensitive to the audience you're trying to reach. There's a sensitivity thing. I see a lot of people, a lot of recruiters, not just in TV, but in other places too. They're so excited about their job opening and I get it. And they're like, I'm going to be at this conference and you come to our booth and I'm prepared to hire on the spot. Gosh, that just devalues that applicant a little bit. It feels like a game show. I'm not going to be a contestant on playing Plinko on The Price is Right. I'm trying to find a job in a good place and... I evolved our strategy a little bit to not try to sound like I'm trying to sell anything because I don't think people want to be sold in this day and age. There's an expectation of it, but I think the hard, hard old line sell doesn't necessarily work. Or twist your arm into it, yeah. Yeah, right? It just doesn't work. People don't want that. People are be it more sophisticated than that or they just don't want it. So what's the most difficult challenge you faced as a CEO and how have you overcome it? My payroll company that I hired to do everything goofed up the first payroll and we had constant issues throughout. And within the first six months, we fired them. That's the solution. <laughs> <laughs> it was a problem, trust me. Yeah. What's one thing you wish you had known when you first became CEO that you know now? No matter what your plan is, it's going to change on a daily basis and you are always, I'm not going to say put out fires, but you're always working on the things, I call it the behind the scenes things that affect your people and affect the business, but don't necessarily affect the clients. Absolutely. If you could go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice before becoming CEO, what would it be and how would it change your approach? Pay attention to those business classes in college. A little bit more. <laughs> Love it. Can you describe a time when you had to pivot business strategy and how did you make that decision? 
we've had some, you can call them challenges with the business where we had to adjust not just pricing, but how we do what we do for a client to meet their needs a bit more. That was a little bit out of the box for us, not something we had previously done. And you do it. At the end of the day, it's all about the clients and trying to get them what they want, what they need, and to be valuable and important to them. Absolutely. If you could offer one piece of advice for your industry as a whole, what would it be and why? Our industry, there's so many facets to it. But what I would say is it still takes time to hire good people and you need to have help. Another way to retain your good people is to invest in them and their skills. And that's how we come in in both of those facets. I love it. Gary, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. It's been a real pleasure. Appreciate all your wisdom and advice here. Thank you so much. Good to see you. Absolutely.